0: ride with me in my foul life what's up what's up what's up what's up what's up podcast world chat Belding the foul life podcast thank you all so much for joining us again for another episode and um I'm excited man talked a little bit about on the last episode opening day hopefully y'all are getting after the ducks and the geese and experiencing what the great outdoors remember that movie with I think it was John Candy and Dan Aykroyd the great outdoors the the big steak they had they got a place like that in Amarillo on highway 40 when you're going across Texas into Oklahoma they got a steak challenge I've never participated in it but I've seen it on the menu I've eaten other food off of that menu pretty good restaurant get your name and your picture up on the wall and a big old belt buckle and a t-shirt and a bib and some barbecue sauce in your beard but the great outdoors hopefully are getting to experience some and we just got to experience something so cool man i got to go to easton maryland the world goose calling championships the world live duck calling championships and the 2019 chesapeake waterfowl festival i was humbled and gracious to be asked to be the mc of the festival and the calling competitions i know guys like sean mann and kelly powers have been the mcs for several years in the most recent history of that event. And it was humbling to get to be asked the reasons why they asked were explained to me. And I jumped at it because I wanted to get back to that part of the country. Our good friends at Benelli USA are back there in the Maryland area, the Baltimore Aconique area. And, um, just, I have a blast back there. I love the seafood. I love the atmosphere. I love the people. And, I hadn't been to that event in a good bit, in a good minute, and it was awesome, man. I got to first bring up this cat, Teddy Hoover, who runs the committee for the Chesapeake Waterfowl Festival and the calling competitions. He does compete in the goose calling competitions in the World Goose and the World Live Goose, the Team Goose, all of that, all of those that take place within the Eastern High School Auditorium and Theater he's just a workaholic man and and everything that i heard about this cat was positive and optimistic his passion for this event to letting to wanting it to grow to getting the community involved again the the limits are tough out there the waterfowl hunting has changed in that part of the country and we can go into that in a later edition of the podcast but he's not he's he's just focused forward man he's got his he's got his committee with him he has a great wife a great family a lot of support a great system that wants him to succeed and it was nice to see the turnout and i'm talking about the first day was so cold with a windshield. I mean, it had to be in the 20s with the wind hitting in your face. And we all know what that does to outdoor festivals. But when I say festivals, I'm talking Molly's Sporting Good. Molly's, play, Molly's Place Outfitters and Sporting Good. My man down there, he is one of those guys. He's the new owner of the place with his brother. Chickie took good care of us. I got to hang with my main man, Wayne Radcliffe, who works full-time for Bandit and Avery. And just to see what was going on inside the walls of the Molly's tent was awesome. Then you go outside of it and you have arts, you got crafts, you got other waterfowl companies, you had um, Yukonuba there, you had different call companies, you had Duck Camp the company that specializes in apparel and hats, you had veteran based companies, you had food you had drinks, you had the duck dogs, the dock dogs jumping into the water and the second day just turned out to be magical on that Saturday and it flooded in with people the whole town of Easton the, the buses going back and forth Taking people from downtown over to the high school to participate in the beer garden and the festivities in Waterfowler's Village and all of the different tents and attractions in that area. Kids were having a blast. Boys, girls, men, women. It was awesome to see. And I was I was with my friends at the Yukonuba booth. We did an awesome giveaway and an awesome sweepstakes for an Avery Sporting Dog uh, uh, Gear bag full of everything from bumpers to dog food bowls to water bowls to a bunch of different. From Yukonuba. It was great to see how many people participated in that. Thank you so much for coming to get your picture and your autographs at the Yukonuba appearance. It was very humbling to be part of that. And it was just, it was one of those things to where. When you see what's going on out there, when you see the energy, when you see the camaraderie, when you see the passion for the outdoors and conservation, you look at somebody like Teddy Hoover and you can't help but pay homage and give him him an applause and a standing ovation of like, hey man, I know that we're here for two days, maybe 48, maybe 72 hours, but you've been working on this every day since the last one ended in 2018. And to me, that's a big deal in that it can't be taken for granted and it cannot be overlooked because when we're laying our head on that pillow, sleeping or we're out in the duck blind or whatever we're doing, he's working, he's thinking how to make this a better product, how to make this a better experience, how to make this event that's worthwhile for people to want to come to it and come back again the next year and say, hey, y'all need to check this out. It's a great time. It's a great family event. The atmosphere is awesome. The culture is awesome. And that's what he did. And that's what he continues to do. He's striving for excellence in it. And that's what life is all about, to strive for excellence, to make a better version of ourselves, to make this event a better version of itself. And, and I got to give it up to him, man. He, he's doing it right. He's surrounding himself with a great committee, with great partners, great sponsors. And we're proud to be a part of it. And I, I'm thinking about taking more of an integral role, an intricate role within the committee, within in the, in the walls of this, because I was turned on by it, man. I was really, really fired up when I left Easton knowing what we just experienced. And I'm not even talking about the calling contest yet. I'm simply talking about the festival that took place on the grounds of Easton Maryland High School and what happened within those tents that the whole part once you get dropped off in those buses or park and walk in there. Amazing. It was great to see the waterfowl heritage part of it. Then You have the entire area of downtown Easton that's full of people. And they're partying. They're they're not partying is probably the wrong word. Partying. P-A-R-T-Y-I-N-G is probably the wrong word. Celebrating, the celebration of conservation and hunting and the outdoor lifestyle and what the Chesapeake Bay, the Eastern Shore means to waterfowl hunting and the history and the culture of it back then from skull boats to commercial hunting to market hunting and what they did in the bays there and in the ocean there and the sea duck hunting and the Canada goose hunting and Sean Mann and Josh and in the calling contests and what Tim Grounds and Hunter Grounds and Kelly Powers and all of the guys that have won the World Goose Calling Championships, the Junior World Goose Calling Championships. The live duck calling championships, the team championships. There's so much passion and energy and and heritage there that you got to go check it out man I, I understand it's a long ways to go to hunt with the limits they have right now but just being a part of this event and seeing the expression and the smiles on people's faces there was a lot of vibrant energy within the boundaries of this place and downtown Easton was no exception it was everything from beer gardens to local restaurants to local crafts and shops specialty boutiques and one of my favorites is this little tiny pop-up tent i'm talking like a 10 by 10 maybe with a table with this big pot the steamer of cream of crab soup and it's called shore boys and they charge nine dollars for a bowl that is a, sty- a regular size styrofoam bowl, not too big, but not real big at all and not real small, but by no means would you pay $9 for this unless you taste this. And they were selling these bowls of cream of crab, which is kind of like clam chowder, but it's called cream of crab with real crab meat in it. I'm talking insane taste, like literally lit your mouth up, just like a celebration in your mouth and. The line was nonstop consistent with buyers and it was word of mouth. I heard about this place. I'm coming. And that's how I heard about it. I heard it from some locals. They're like, if you want cream of crab, these two ladies at this booth down by this place called trade winds, it's called shore boys, cream of crab. And this lady's going to be saying, Hey, we got the best soup. And I'm talking nine bucks a bowl. They were selling them like they were M&Ms and Skittles. And I don't know how much they did in revenue that day, but it was well-deserved because this recipe is legit. if you like seafood, it was just different it was out of the box it was not peppery it was not spicy it had some sweetness and tang to it it was just something that lit your tongue up and made your day better it had a little there was a little chill in the air so the the temperature of the the cream of crab was great mixed with a cold beer it was just an awesome experience to be in eastern maryland on the eastern shore of the chesapeake bay eating cream of crab from shore boys and seeing all these excited people celebrating the outdoor conservation american hunter life lifestyle and that that was just you know just part of it knowing what what that what the cream of crab does to people there it makes people want to be a part of that it's not just a bowl of soup it's heritage. It's that that those crabs were caught right in those waters right there. And this recipe that these ladies, or it might have been a man, I don't know, who started Shore Boys, unbelievable taste. So kudos to them. And I'm I can't wait to get back to Easton to try that. They need to open a restaurant and serve that stuff. 365 days, 24/7. Cause that cream of crab is 100 percent legit. I give it my validation if that means anything to you all. But I do love seafood. I love sushi. I love things that swim in my belly so it's one of them deals man take it or leave it but the cream of crab from shore boys right outside the trade wind store in Easton, maryland during the waterfowl event of the chesapeake uh, chesapeake waterfowl event unbelievable so check that out some other some of the other stuff that we got to experience is a place in we stayed in a little town called cambridge that teddy was gracious enough to to put us up in and there's a restaurant in cambridge called the portside and crabs were out of season. It's November, you know, it's not September, October when crabs are in season, maybe, you know, up to mid-October. But they had crab cakes that are on a different level, port side crab cakes and the oysters in the half, oysters on the half shell, the raw oysters with a little bit of cocktail sauce, tiny squeeze of lemon juice and a tiny bit of horseradish unbelievable taste the texture was perfect they were fresh and on top of all of the great food at the port side in Cambridge Maryland is the service the ladies we were getting out of the event late at night meetings strategy meetings we were calling them saying hey I know you guys closed the kitchen at 10 p.m but we're on our way no problem Chad no problem Chris we'll have a table ready for you what do you want we'd order up we would order some of the rockfish which is striper that they catch in the in the bay there we also were we're getting the, the oysters. We were getting the crab cakes. And we'd get there and they would have water and a cold beer on the table, a bush light or a Michelob Ultra. And we'd sit there and just talk with these waitresses and these servers, the cooks. We brought them out and talked to them. And they just lo- it was just awesome. It was just great people that loved what they did. They, they all wore the shirt with pride of, of the port side. Bar and Grill, Portside Seafood. It's not a huge place. It's not a real small place, but it's right on the water. The atmosphere is amazing. So if you're around Cambridge, Maryland, and you get a chance to visit port side go check them out and talk to Lisa and the girls there get a table grab a beer grab a laugh grab a story learn and just learn something about this part of the country guys because me being from the west coast Nevada per se is like I'm very lucky to get to go to Maryland I know that you can go anywhere you want one if you can afford it two if you have the means to get there three if you're not afraid of flying or a train or whatever but to be on the eastern shore in the Chesapeake Bay meant a lot to me with Chris my partner in jargon calls we got to experience a lot and just the camaraderie and the stories and the service that we were getting at Portside, it made the whole trip worth it. So I'm just saying like the positives, like I know we went there for a goose calling competition. I know that we went there to be the MC of the Chesapeake waterfowl festival, but it's these little things. Like that cream of crab and the service that we got at portside and those oysters. And, and then you talk about Danny, who runs the shuttle service there for a retirement home, who was gracious enough to be our driver all week long. Him and his team took us from Cambridge to Easton and back and downtown Easton and back to the portside and here. And they were just there at our beck and call. We didn't take them for granted. We treated them very well, but Danny had a lot of local knowledge of that environment, the pit the, where to go. And he's the one that turned us on to the portside. So it's all about learning about people being a sponge wanting to learn wanting to know something wanting to keep your mouth shut and your ears open I know I talk a lot I get it don't don't hate me on that I like to talk but I also like to listen and hearing Denny's story and his passion for life and how he left that area moved to New Jersey for 19 years and came back and is so glad that he did and his shuttle company and transportation company and taxi company is kicking butt he's living the American dream and we got to know him on a different level we spent many rides with him we spent a lot of money Money with them, and he turned us on to the best food in that area at Portside. so little things like that guys I, that's what I take away from trips like that I do not take it for granted I know I'm going there to do a job and I want to do good at being the MC. and we will get into that in a little bit that was a great experience but leading up to that and the people that you get to meet and the places that you get to see going across those bridges from Baltimore to the eastern shore around around where the waterfowl museums are and where all those hunts took place that you read about in Easton and the calling championships and the eastern shore and what they do with Canada Geese over there and Sean Mann calls and look up Josh Newwiler, listen to him on that Eastern Shoreman and Sean Mann gave me a huge hug when he saw me and I absolutely adore that man and look up to him, he's a mentor and he's just always vibrant and optimistic and positive and happy and I want to be more like that. I want to wake up every day and learn how to be more positive and how to be sweeter and how to be nicer. That's what our goal needs to be. I know there's a time to be you know mean and be ten- have tenacity and be that businessman but it's, it's just so nice to go in and shake hands and hug people and get back to your roots because I came up in calling and you get separated from it because quite frankly, a lot of the calling competitions have fell off because people quit participating. The sponsors quit putting money and investing in them. And there's just not a whole lot of calling because before you couldn't get on the internet and you know find a, a routine like Hunter Grounds or Kelly Powers or Scott Trinan or Big Sean or whoever we were, Fred Zink or Tim Grounds, whoever you're trying to listen to. Now you just have to go on and click on it and type in their name in Google or YouTube or whatever you can see it You used to have to go to these competitions and enter and go in the bullpen and draw your peel and get your ass kicked five or six times. And then maybe place in the top five and then maybe place in the top three and maybe get lucky enough to win a trophy in a championship. But knowing that, 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 my roots were in that calling game and I hope that it comes back and I really want to make a personal effort to try to get it back and get more momentum and more energy back into the competition duck and goose calling game because Easton 2019 turned me on it lit my fire I got to hang out with Jim Ronquest. if that don't light your fire your woods wet me and Jimbo are buddies we had some drinks together caught up I'll talk to him I'll talk more about my talks with Jim Ronquest and my interviews with Jim Ronquest on the next episode of the foul life podcast but just being around Jim was awesome it was it was humbling to know how good of a duck caller he is winning the world championships in Stuttgart on Main Street in 2006 with his Tone MVP um, and and knowing that how good of a hunter he is and all of the ducks that he's seen come into trees in Arkansas and flooded timber and the boat rides and his his dogs and his relationship with his wife Rosie and his daughter Peanut and his boss John Stevens and his wife Angie and the whole crew and family at Richenton and and what Mr. Butch Rickenbach meant to him before he passed Passed away. Jim Ronquest, Jimbo, the host of Rich and Tone RNTV. Just a great man. I'll talk more about him on the next episode, like I said, of the Foul Life podcast. Um, but the, other, the 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 whole experience there, guys, that we got to to bring in, and it was just surreal, man. It was just like, there's, like I said, there was Chicky at Molly's and Wayne Radcliffe and Vicky and all, of, and Kim and all of the girls at Yukonuba and all of the other vendors there and all of the fans and all of the participants. We had people coming up to us and getting pictures and telling us, uh, you know, stories about what our episodes meant to them and the therapy that it provides, and they're living through us vicariously and asking us to sign their shirts, kids in wheelchairs, and their dad's crying of what our shows and our brands mean to these kids and to their families and I'm not making that up it's true it's a true story it's humbling you got to pinch yourself because it's really happening so to know that that's going on and we're all the way across the country from where our roots are where we were born where we were born and raised where our stomping grounds are and to know we can go to Maryland and be accepted and welcome with open arms means the world to us so Teddy Hoover and what you're doing with your committee there kudos to you congratulations on a great event in 2019 not just the calling competitions which i said we will get in in the next episode of the foul Life podcast but the the overall attendance of the the event on that saturday blew the doors off of easton high school and i know that chickie and his brother and everybody at molly's was happy all the vendors inside the tent were happy i talked to several of them and i talked to the federal rep i talked to jim bruno at federal i saw the black cloud and the federal premium flying out with the rebates you guys did a tremendous Tremendous job for the federal premium brand ammo. Um, just great to see. I know Bandit had a heck of a weekend. All of the vendors in there were experiencing huge success, and we were happy and humbled to be a part of it. So. Chickie and your brother, congratulations on that. The, the port side, all of the food that we got to experience, um, the Shore Boys Cream of Crab, everything that happened by the t- from the time we landed at BWI in Baltimore, our two and a half hour drive because our Uber driver was clueless. But hey, again, if you're you can't you, beggars can't be complainers, you know, you can't be choosers when you're begging. We we took we decided to take an Uber and not rent a car, and we paid dearly for it. An hour and a half drive turned to two hours and fifty-five minutes minutes in a heartbeat and when we saw our hotel our eyes lit up and Chris and I got so happy but the first night we got there we got showered up we changed went straight to the port side and had an awesome meeting strategy meeting for jargon on what we were getting to do and we knew that we had a competitor in the world championship live duck calling contest Mr. Bobby Heim he guides in Maryland he was going to blow a small talk we will get into his results and his performance in the next episode of the foul life podcast as we cover the calling contest the 2019 world championship goose calling championship the 2019 live duck calling championship and the team contest the callers the participants the routines the judges the crowd participation what we learn power finesse how to manipulate those calls and those sounds to sound like live ducks what's the difference between a live duck calling contest and a main street stuttgart arkansas style calling contest what is the live goose compared to the world champion uh, world champion goose calling it's one one is completely different than the other these competitors they know it their routines are geared towards that the judges know it they they're nitpicking some of these contests are decided by one point advantages that means that these guys have to have their judging senses down to a t they're listening for some mistakes per se but they're listening for those goosey and ducky sounds they're listening uh, for power like i said finesse um, all of the articulation, the vocabulary, the authenticity of it, what do the whines and the wheezes, the murmurs, the feeding, the chatter, is it all ducky? Is it all goosey? And these, these judges had their A game going and it was, it was awesome to be a part of that. So that'll be coming up in the next episode of the foul life podcast. We're excited about the results and, and, and what's going on with our audience grows, growth. If you could, please go on and subscribe to both of our podcasts, the foul life podcast and This Life Ain't For Everybody podcast. Please subscribe to both of those. It helps us out with getting placement and marketing and promotion. And please leave us a rating and review. By leaving us a rating, it helps us. By leaving us a review, it helps us even more. Be honest with us. If we suck, tell us. If we're good, tell us. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Get detailed if you want. What topics do you want us to cover? What guests do you want us to work with or interview or talk with? And sit down and have a conversation. Speak that jargon. Tell us what you want to hear and we will abide by it. I mean, there's so many topics that we're going to cover on the Foul Life podcast, as well as our sister podcast. This life ain't for everybody. We just had Dan Hendo on there. We just had Leith Lofton on there. We just had a fighter pilot named Rachel Moore. She's a female fighter pilot in the U.S. Air Force. We just had her husband, Mr. Brian Moore, who is a fighter pilot in an F-16 in the Air Force and the Navy, and and completed several missions on tours of duty, over 150 missions. His story is amazing. It's a four-part podcast. The guy's story is and legacy is just. So- So interesting and so motivating and so inspirational. So we got that going on over there. We have Haley Witters, who's an up and coming songwriter, singer songwriter from Iowa, who now lives in Music City, American, AKA Nashville. And then we got my boy Brent Cobb, B-R-E-N-T. Space, C-O-B-B, Brent Cobb, look up his music, his albums, Shine on a Rainy Day, Providence Canyon, his earlier work, the songs he writes for Chris Stapleton, Luke Bryan, Whiskey Myers, um, Leanne Womack covered Shine on a Rainy Day, but listen to him sing, King of Alabama, or... Morning's gonna come, or Ain't a Road Too Long, or 30 out Six, or Country Bound. Listen to his lyrics and the way that he wordsmiths and puts words together. He is a genius. G E N I U S. I know that word gets thrown around quite a bit, but truly the best songwriter in Nashville I've heard that from guys like Leith Lofton and others he will go into the Songwriters Hall of Fame his cousin Dave Cobb is the top producer in Nashville right now which is Chris Stapleton Jason Isbell several of the other top artists that you hear on record and radio right now but that's what's going on at This Life Ain't For Everybody so go on both podcasts please subscribe please leave us a rating please leave us a review again it helps us with placement we do not take it for granted we love all of our fans and our listeners and we love the growth of our brand. Hopefully you're catching some of the new episodes of The Foul Life right now, exclusively on the Outdoor Channel. We're in Oklahoma again this week with St. Jude's Children Research Center and hospital in Memphis, Tennessee, as well as the Ronald McDonald House Charities, specifically the Memphis division, but we're working with them on a national level. We're with Grant, his sister Alyssa, his mom Michelle, his dad, John. We're talking to them about the diagnosis, the hell that they went through as a family when their seven-year-old got diagnosed with brain tumors and brain cancer in two surgeries and chemotherapy and radiation and losing his motor skills. But now having that therapeutic feeling of being in the duck blind, the goose blind with flatline outfitters in Oklahoma and raising up with the help of his dad and myself to aim that little M2 20 gauge Benelli at a Mallard duck or a widgeon or a Sprig or a Canada Cackler, or a Lesser. He got to experience it all. We got to eat powdered donuts in the duck blind together, guys. This is an inspirational story. Um, you get teared up during it, the the the, the tenacity, tenacity and the resiliency of these kids. You think you're going to go into the Ronald McDonald House and meet them and their families and be sad. you got another thing coming. These kids are smiling, they're laughing, they're high-fiving, they're joking, and they're in a wheelchair, they're in a walker, and they're freaking 10 years old with scars in their heads and bandages and, and and wearing bandanas and hats because they've lost their hair. And I'm not trying to bring anybody down. I'm just telling you this is real life. So watch the new episode of The Foul Life on the Outdoor Channel. Our our title sponsor, Benelli, loves this episode. We couldn't be more proud of it. And we'd like to hear what you think of it. Hopefully it's inspiring. We don't want this to happen to any family, but the research and the science behind the St. Jude's facility there in Memphis, the research center, the Children's Hospital is amazing they're they, they're not going to stop and then, until no kid gets cancer and then what the ronald mcdonald house does for the families with these diagnoses and putting them up and paying for all their expenses while they have to attend a place like saint jude's go donate guys nothing can have germs or bacteria on them get them new blankets new toys gift cards to restaurants so that when they're in town they can leave for an hour and, and go to applebee's or something a little bit better in memphis there's the rendezvous rib house there's great barbecue in Memphis so take care of those people because they are in need and if we were in their shoes we would need help too so watch the new episode of Benelli's The Foul Life airing right now on the Outdoor Channel you'll be able to catch reruns it'll be airing all of the, the rest of this year as well as the first six months of 2020 on the Outdoor Channel you can also find reruns and our old stuff on TV, My Outdoor TV the app subscribe to it it's very affordable and you can catch other producers Shockey Waddell Ted Nugent doesn't matter who it is their content's available at MOTV on their app, My Outdoor TV. I just love it so I appreciate it check out the new merchandise at thefowlife.com you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the life TV. we're going to get ready we're getting ready to have new merchandise for this life ain't for everybody podcast and the Fowl Life podcast and last but not least check out Jargon Game calls for your small talk your loud mouth or your icebreaker we got new call designs coming new apparel new beanies new hats new decals you name it we're going to have it with Jargon we're so excited and again we took second in the world live duck championships with Mr. Bobby Heim more on that story and his performance and results coming up on the very next episode of the Foul Life podcast. We're so humbled. Today's episode of the Foul Life was brought to you by Federal Premium Black Cloud. If you want to hunt ethically and get birds into harvestable range anywhere from 45 yards and closer, one pull that trigger, Black Cloud performs day in and day out. It, there's a reason why that brand has taken off. The success is because of the innovation and the design and the genius behind that science of the black cloud, of the water of the powder of the bb's of the configuration there's a reason why it patterns so well out of a rob roberts t2 choke tube or whatever choke tube you plan on hunting with because now you can shoot black cloud out of a ported choke tube so for all of your waterfowl needs 20 gauge 12 gauge all of your ducks and geese check out Federal Premium Black Cloud. We abide by it. We've been shooting them for eight years and they are a huge partner of us of, of all of our brands here with Bandit and the Foul Life Television. We couldn't be more proud to be partnered with Federal Premium Black Cloud. Today's episode is also brought to you by Dixie Peck Tires. We travel the roads all over America, Canada, other countries, back roads, dirt roads, highways, freeways, byways, it doesn't matter. We want to be safe. We don't want flats. We want to be able to get out of mud. We don't want to get stuck. We want good traction we want that traction and tread to last forever we want good customer service we want great knowledge and that's what Dick CPEC, Mr. Don and Willie over there in Los Angeles, they take care of us we've been with them for 10 years and it's not going to stop guys, Dick CPEC Tires and wheels, they are stylish, they leave you looking good, and they never leave you behind on the road. You're always rolling safe and secure with that the entire reputation of the Dick CPEC line. So our partners, our sponsors mean everything to us. We could not do what we do on a daily basis without their full support and and commitment. And that's why we love them. We give them, we go above and beyond for them, and they go above and beyond for us. Thank you all very much for listening to this episode on the Maryland shore the eastern shore Eastern maryland the chesapeake waterfowl festival we'll get into the world goose calling and world live duck calling championships and the team contest on the next episode of the foul life tom my man producer tom hit that button 2 a.m logic my foul life Hope you all get fired up by listening to this song on your next ride to the duck blind or the boat ramp. I'm Chad Belding. Hope you guys are enjoying the 2019-2020 Duck and Goose season. Truly appreciate every ounce of the support that you give us. Peace out.